Hey, TJ. What are you doing? Well, we're talking about calling this weekend, so I'm working on a few of mine. I got my duck call, my deer call, and my goose call. Oh, that's nothing. I've got a Jordan call. A Jordan call? Yeah, just listen. There's no way that's going to... Hey, guys. Did somebody call me? Making connections. Affecting the culture. Just doing life. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. Wesley, I've got a lot of friends that come to me, and especially you know, in the in, when we were in college, and you know, trying to find out exactly what it was we were supposed to be doing with this life. But they would become paralyzed because they thought, "I don't know what God wants me to do, and I don't know what you know what job I need to have. I don't know who I need to be marrying. I don't know how many kids I need to have. I don't know all these different things." Looking for the thirteenth commandment. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, I mean, and it's like they they wanted a book of second opinions where they could sure. find everything that they needed to think and do and and all that for for you know their entire lives. And the fact is, the scripture doesn't really work that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, scripture is not going to say, "Thou shalt marry." Amy, who has blonde hair and blue eyes, and, right. you know, and all these different things. However, there's enough in Scripture that we can see universal callings for every believer that has ever existed. Yeah, you know, and oftentimes, I know for me, I can speak from personal uh, illustration here, is that when I first uh, gave my life to Christ and began to follow Him, pursuing Him, I began to obviously, you know, look up to several individuals. Absolutely. And I'm thinking about people being in the faith. Well, those people were, were had a specific calling to whatever it was, whether it was a musician, leading worship, or whether it was a Bible teacher. And so I kind of looked and thought, well, that's what I'm supposed to be doing, you know. And <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it's because they're doing really good at what they do and not having to step back and really matured and understanding that we need to be able to be salt and light where God's placed us at the time. And so I think that for a lot of us as uh, uh, new Christians, new uh, followers of Christ, we often will look at those that are in the mega church role or in a big position where they influence millions and millions of people and say, I'm supposed to dedicate my life to that one thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think, you know, for your everyday average um, person, when they become faith, uh, give their faith in Christ, they actually go through different stages. But they have gifts, and, and, and in those stages, we're able to use the gifts that God's given us to honor Him. You know, and, and right there, I think, using that really important word, the gifts that God has given us. However, I'll say this, we could even mm-hmm. take that and take it too far. So, uh, I, you know, I've said very often on this program, I um, have always wanted to be a writer. It's all I've ever wanted to do. And so when I became a believer, I said, okay, God, <laughs> I know what you're going to do with me, and you're going to make me the next John Piper. There you go. Or the yeah. next Ted Decker, or the yeah. next, you know, all of these great writers that, uh, or the next C.S. Lewis, because I went sure. to a huge Lewis fan. Still in a huge Lewis phase. I don't know if you ever really get out. I don't either. I don't think you ever graduate from Lewis. (laughs) Yeah. But you know, the fact of the matter is, I was like, that's what I need to be. Mm -hmm. And God very quickly revealed to me that I was making an idol out of success. That's it. Yeah. And so you know what? And here's the thing: we can focus on these, you know, on our individual calling or or, you know whatever wording we want to use. Could be more than one too. We don't need to minimize it. Absolutely, yeah. But the thing is, if we're not focusing on the things that God has definitely called us to do, Uh then we're not going to honor Him and the things He may be calling us to do. But I think before we go any further, one thing we have to do is we have to 
uh, understand and articulate, what do we mean when we say the word calling? Just so we're all on the same page here. So, Wesley, what, what, what do you mean when you use the word calling? Well, when I think of the word calling, I thought about five different areas in which I feel like God's called me to do. And I feel also these are pretty universal for a Christian in general. And one of the first one is discipleship. I feel like God's mm-hmm. called me to be a disciple and to make disciples, as well as being a family and being involved in my family. You know, Scripture, God himself designed and, cre- and created the family. It was part of his um, part of the way that he helped us. And there are five universal areas, but we'll get to those right. here in just a minute. Yeah, but, and here's the thing. Whenever we're talking about calling, we have to recognize the authority on which we stand. Now, when we're talking about calling, which we're going to spend the next uh, half of this segment, we're going to finish out this segment, and then we're also going to call in uh, Brian Fisher in the next segment. And if you can't stick around for that, if you miss it, you can always find us at engagemagazine.net slash podcast. But, Wesley, if you and I come out in, onto this radio program and we say, okay, I think that this is my calling. Well, we're only standing on the authority of ourselves. Mm-hmm. We don't want to do that. Everything that we say, we're going to uh, we're going to have founded and based in Scripture. We're going to share those Scriptures with you. We're going to share. This is going to be a little different for what we do typically on the radio, uh, but it's just going to be very Scripture-heavy, which is something that we love doing. So. Yeah. Well, you're listening to Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening this afternoon. If you've missed a previous segment, you can go to EngageMagazine.net slash podcast or just go to EngageMagazine.net. You can find our um, you can find our podcast there. You know, something else we got interested in and in, interested in doing is YouTube. So we've got a YouTube channel. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about that real quick. Yeah, so that is led by our project director, Jordan Shambly. Uh, he's doing a great job. But here's the what's so cool about that. Um, we have a weekly vlog from our different um, authors. So uh, I've done one. Wesley, you're working on one. Mm-hmm. Jordan's done several. Uh, we even actually have some additional personalities. Cedra Sarton has come in, and she's yeah. made a couple of vlogs. Uh, Maisie Pyburn has Pyburn. Pyburn. Uh, she has made a few. Uh, we also do a weekly thing, which is just a kind of a cool, really laid back. We call it Think and Drive. Uh, typically, it's Jordan and I, and sometimes we've got a guest in the back. Uh, but we drive. And we just drive around our, our town. We <laughs> and I'm stop be, at Starbucks. And y'all do a good job there. And this really laid back. You know, we've got other areas of our ministry. If you like the radio aspect, the podcast aspect, you're certainly going to like the YouTube aspect, our articles as, aspect. Some of us, our audience may have been listening to us this whole time and never checked out our written articles. So go check that out at EngageMagazine.net. Yeah. So, Wesley, all right. So let's get into... Now, we... Here's the thing. We've got to prep this for just a little bit. Um, we developed a, a a list of five universal callings, but they're not complete. So we are leaving right. a lot out. So if you have a calling that you know that is universal, it's every believer. Here's what we want you to do. We want you to. We're going to share this on our social media. It's Facebook.com/slash/MagEngage, and we want you to come to us and put this in the comments. Let us know, and then we may turn this into sure. a future episode as well. So. But these are five. We we did not discuss them beforehand. And so, Wesley, what's your first one? My first one is, do we get a drum roll in here, Jeremy? No, no. <laughs> He's air drum. He get the air drum going. My first one is discipleship. Absolutely. I, I believe that's a calling for, uh, I, like as I mentioned earlier, universal calling for Christians. And I, I, I find that very important in my life. And, of course, with discipleship, that starts with my family, discipling, mm-hmm. discipling my family, my wife. My my one year old, the best to the best of my ability, 
uh, discipleship. Right. So what is you your know, first I'll one? say this. Okay. Um, I've got to make a comment on that. I think that that's a two-way street. One, mm-hmm. we need to be discipling someone. Right. And, and and don't look at your life like it has to be the John Piper where you're discipling <laughs> you know, thousands of people. John Piper doesn't disciple thousands of people. Jesus only discipled 11. Yeah. Um, and so have your small group be a discipler, but also be discipled. I think there's a command in that. Uh, although it's not stated, I think it's intrinsically understood that you need to be discipled. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first one on the list is worship. I think Jeremy wants to jump in here on this one. I do, I do, because I just had a, I had a conversation with a guy named Vince Miller last weekend on my program that airs on Saturday mornings at 6 a.m. called and that's In the Trenches. In the trenches. Uh, we talked about this whole aspect of discipleship, and you know, for men especially, it's difficult. And we came down to Really, there's two problems that men are facing when it comes to discipleship. They're either unwilling or unable. Mm-hmm. And so unable, we can work with. Sure. There's tools out there that Absolutely. can help you disciple. But the unwilling part, uh, you know, Jesus called us to make disciples. Mm-hmm. God takes care of the conversion. We are entrusted to make the disciples, and that's a privilege that our Lord has given us. But, you know, especially with men, we have such a difficult time connecting with other men on that level. Uh, Because it makes you vulnerable. It does. I mean, it requires so much vulnerability, and so, uh, you know, I I completely understand that. But we have to find that willingness. Because one of the the challenges for me personally when it comes to discipleship, I'm discipling two guys right now, is taking it past the shooting basketball and hunting part Mm. to, to Scripture. And right. to reading and to praying together and 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 to asking, hey, look, what uh, what are some questions you're dealing with in scripture? And so, mm-hmm. in fact, I was able to make the first step of that last night. I you know, texted a guy, hey, um, he, of course he was exchanging uh, that he was reading scripture, but I said I asked him, I said, well, now don't stop with just reading. If you have questions, ask, and if I don't know the answer, we'll get them somehow. Right. So taking it to that next step, I think, is a big is a big challenge for men in the discipleship process. The thing we have to remember, though, is is it begins at home. Yeah, absolutely. So for those of you who are out there who have wives and children as yes. men, Amen. Uh, these are what we need to be doing yeah. at home. A- absolutely. On a day, absolutely. Day and the thing day. is, we have play such an important role in the sanctification of our wives. Our wives play a huge part in our sanctification as well. But we are called to disciple our wives and our children. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times we focus on the children and we neglect to disciple and sanctify our wives. All right, can we so. move on now? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're um, talking to me. Okay. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm, I'm right it's, there it's with you. Challenge. Those look That's pretty a... swollen there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, mm-hmm. uh, so my number one on my list is is worship. Uh, you know, when Jesus was going through temptation um, with you know in the, the three temptations from Satan, he he said this. Jesus answered him, "You shall worship the Lord your God, and Him only shall you serve." Now that's coming from Deuteronomy in the Ten Commandments. You know, worship the Lord your God only. But there's so much in there that, and I'm going to tell you this: I am still wrestling with what does God want in worship, right? Mm-hmm. So God lays out uh, how He wants to be worshipped. In fact, Jordan's got an article up titled. Is, I feel say that sounds like an article there. It <laughs> is, and it's a great one, and it needs to be another one, and another one, and another one, and another one. Uh, we could spend so much time talking about how God wants to be worshipped. All right, really quick, because we've only got a few minutes, Wesley. What's number two for you? My number two is family. I love spending time with my family, which it kind of goes hand in hand with discipleship there. So can I, can I skip down to my third one then? All right, hold on Are just a because I want to go with love, okay. love God, love people. Luke 10, 27, he answered, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. All right, okay, now ahead. I feel less of a Christian because you got Bible verses for you. <laughs> no, right, I'm just kidding. Well, keep going. Now, I do got I do got a Bible verse, Colossians three seventeen. Whatever you do, whether it's in word or deed, do 
Do all into the do all in the name of Jesus. Also serve. Uh, serve. Serve is a that big was on deal. my list. It was it well. yep. okay. I just knew at some point between the five, ours was going to cross over. Absolutely. Here. But serve. Serve is a big one. Yeah. So uh, I've got another verse for that. Uh, Ephesians two ten. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So mm. we are called to serve in ways that God opens to us. So we've only got one more minute here, and Wesley, you've got more on your list. I've got more on my list. We're going to do an article on this, and we'll do the, the write up. But I want to say this really quick. We can talk about universal universal callings because they apply to every believer in every time in every era of the church no matter where you are however how those callings are fulfilled how you meet those callings can be very unique yeah and it's really really important as we discuss these universal callings is that we've got to understand kind of what jeremy was saying earlier about being the difference between being unwilling and unable the, un, the unable part comes from prioritizing we've got yep. to prioritize our time and and time spent with jesus and understand knowing him more has to be at the very top and then from there it's got to trickle down into our lives in every area of our lives so start there start there next segment we're going to have brian fisher where we're talking about universal calling still but we're going to be focusing on the difference between being kind and being nice one of those is the calling on the life of a believer and one is a calling from culture stay tuned you're not going to want to miss it